0: Welcome to Gender Meowster Podcast Network. Genderful is a talk show featuring non-binary and trans folks discussing various topics and special interests. We kindly remind our listeners that no person is a monolith of identities. All opinions are the speaker's own. This show airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gender and VODs with show notes can also be found on YouTube. Content warnings for this episode include dysphoria, internalized trans hate, mental health, and religion spirituality. Genderful would like to acknowledge the indigenous peoples and unceded lands that the producers, hosts, and guests live and have dwelt upon. Today, we honor the Coast Salish...
1: Dolo, Semiamu, Wisenek, Kwantlen, Tsawasen, and Kutsi.
0: We honor the elders, the human, plant, and animal ancestors of these lands, and celebrate the living descendants of these peoples. May all beings tend these lands for the goodness of the next seven generations and beyond. Maddie folks, I'm Gender Master. I use they, them pronouns. My furry co-host today is Neferkitty, who uses she, her pronouns. And I'm going to let my guest introduce uh, itself and its entire system, if it feels like it.
1: So I'm Rylan. I use it, they pronouns mostly. Um, And so far, I'm the only one at the front for now. Uh, But we also have Reese, who is... I'm just going to skip ahead to the part where we say all the tales on our image. Sure.
0: (laughs) Can you describe the image first so that people listening and can't see it can have a sense?
1: So it's a drawing of a fox with seven different elemental tails there's one that's kind of like plants there's a watery one there's a purple sparkly magicy one um pink wind-ish type thing flamey fire uh rock and it looks like electricity lightning for the other tail so we have reese is uses he him pronouns uh but he'll also take they he is the green tail and then melody is she her and she uses she's the water tail the blue one and then me rylan i'm the purple tail ellie uses she her pronouns as well and she's the pink tail vanessa uses it they and is the fire tail and then james Sorry, no, I skipped one. Marmalade is the rock tail. He's our kitty cat. And then James is our newest member, and he uses the yellow tail.
0: Huzzah. It's a very very uh, handsome-looking image, if I say so myself.
1: It is. Uh, I like it. I wish I drew it, but...
0: (laughs) So you got it from the Creative Commons. Did you ever find artist credit?
1: No, because it's also been used for, like... A bunch of other stuff so it's all over the place
0: okay well everyone if we do find artist credit between now and when we publish this on uh, youtube and podcasting platforms we'll add it to the show notes so you can look in there in the show description if we manage to find it um so uh let's let's hop to our first set of questions you've told us a bit about your profile picture and what the tails represent um Gosh, there's so many, so many places to go. So, just just so that folks know, if you're just getting here, our topic today is gender fluidity and plurality. And I'm I'm Meowster, and I'm interviewing Rylan. Um, and Rylan is part of a system of people called the Kitsune system. Um, so, I am I am going to ask about gender history stuff, but maybe maybe before even we get to that far, um, could you just define very briefly, what plurality is for those who've never heard of it.
1: Yeah, so plurality is when you have basically multiple people living inside of one head or one body. Um, everyone is part of the whole. And it's there's different types. There's the traumagenic, which are the ones who typically the system forms based on a trauma that the body has experienced. But then there's endogenic, which is what we are, which who who the heck knows? We have no idea. We may have always been a system and just didn't know it.
0: Awesome. And we're going to get more into that stuff as we go. And I also want to let uh, viewers know and folks who uh, may be listening to this later, I actually have a series of interview that I've done with different plural systems. And all of that is in a playlist on my YouTube channel. So we'll make sure to link that in the show description. I think we've already had four or five interviews. So this is maybe five or number five or six. So there's a lot of different perspectives you can hear about plurality from if you'd like to stop by for that. So so Rylan, can you tell us a little bit about what are some things that you can trace back to your youth that indicated you might be gender expansive of some flavor in the future today?
1: Uh, The one that I always like to talk about is the fact that when we were young, we would like always play with uh, we had our Lego and Hot Wheels and also our Barbies and our Polly Pocket. And a lot of the time we would because we didn't have any official Hot Wheels tracks, we would make tracks out of Lego and our Polly Pockets would sit on our Hot Wheels and drive the cars around the track. So Mm -hmm. it was it was never a. Oh, this is a girl toy. This is a boy toy, like we just liked toys, yeah, I love that we uh we were never like the other girls quote unquote actually, coming to think of it, we had mostly male friends growing up too.
0: I was similar, I loved playing yeah. nin- I love playing ninjas, and I loved um like playing Zelda video games with my best friend who was a guy. and like I was more food motivated than anything it was like no gender only snacks
1: (laughs) yes my gender is snacks my gender is snacks
0: (laughs) yes very relatable okay so (laughs) is there is there anything else I mean like I don't know how was middle and high school for you I don't know what you call those in your part of the world we didn't
1: actually have middle school where we live until our grade eight year. so it went Uh, elementary school from K to 7, and then high school was 8 to 12. Uh, But then when we, funny story, when we got into grade 8, we went to this one high school, and that was the year that our local government decided, hey, let's give this middle school thing a try. Let's, you know, upgrade or downgrade, however you want to say it, um, some of these high schools into middle schools. And lo and behold, the middle school we were in Or the high school we were in is one of the ones that was changing to a middle school. Mm -hmm. So we went, we were in three different schools, like one different school each year. Wow. So we went to our high school and then had to switch over to a different one for grade nine. Yeah. But yeah, we were part of the, we called ourselves the misfit crew. Um, Mm -hmm. All the weirdos who didn't fit in with, you know, normal high school society
0: quote unquote normal. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> now the whatever normal, whatever normal is.
1: <laughs> I don't know what normal is. I've never even been that.
0: <laughs> I love that. Um okay. So how has your relationship to gender evolved over time? Because clearly you went from no gender only snacks to this <laughs> fabulous amalgamation of of genders and identities that you are today. So um, yeah. How did, how did that shift as you continued to grow up and become an adult and all of that?
1: So we are a fab, uh, assigned feminine at birth. Um, and for a long time, we were fine just being female. It was like, yeah, okay. That's what I am. I started going through puberty, really enjoyed the chest growth. That was fun. Actually loved it. Um, uh, It wasn't really until, I think, near the end of high school, um, I would have these constant, like, not constant, but fairly frequent dreams where suddenly I had a different body part on the bottom in these dreams, and the whole thing would be just exploring that, and I just thought, oh, well, every girl has a dream like that, that's normal. (laughs) <laughs> and a bunch of the people, like the friends and family that I would mention it to would be like, that sounds weird, but probably normal. And I went, okay, I guess that's normal. Question mark. Um, but honestly, it wasn't until just about a year, actually just over a year ago now, when my mom, who is lurking in the chat, Sonia, um, Introduced me to the transverse, who raided in here, lovely, um, uh, because I've always I'd always seen myself as an ally to the trans community. Never thought that I could be part of it because my assumption was I can either be a boy or a girl, mm-hmm. and I guess I'm not. I'm not a boy, so I guess I'm a girl. I didn't know there was anything in between. Yeah. So poking around on the transverse for a while and understanding more about what gender is um learning that hey guess what there's more options than just boy or girl uh it was just like a veil lifted from in front of our eyes and then suddenly the world was open and we could just choose
0: yeah yeah i love that so much um it's it's part of why these online communities are so important to me is because it helps people realize a bunch of things about themselves just by being in spaces talking with other people about it. Whereas like, I would say in like, like default, default culture, um, people don't talk about gender identity or neurotype or, um, like sexual identity or sexual identity changing over time, especially with like gender changes. And so, um, I don't know, it's been really powerful to be in an online community together. Um,
1: well yeah, and even on the topic of neuro neurotypes and stuff, I didn't know any of that was a thing until I joined your community, Meowster. And having the that channel there for neurodiversity and actually learning what that means made me realize that, okay, so these weird quirks that I have that I figured was just a me thing, maybe that's actually ADHD. Mm-hmm. And then learning more about the typical signs of ADHD and how it manifests was like oh okay yeah i'm i'm 98.8 percent sure this is adhd going on in here and it just opened everything and made me feel more at home in this weird brain that i've been that's been slapped into my head
0: (laughs) yeah so so can you can you pin down more specifically when and how you realized that you were gender fluid? Like, do you that remember was... how long ago it was or where where it sort of sunk in for you?
1: Yes, that was actually um, mid December of last year of 2021, mm-hmm. um, which is when I joined the Clouder uh, because at that point I had been digging around on the non the non binary wiki um to try and find an identity that worked for me and I landed on bi-gender. Mm-hmm. And then was introduced to the lovely juice, who I believe is also still in chat. Um and and juice taught us more about what bigender is and helped us to really see that and we're like okay, bigender sounds good cuz I'm mostly a girl, but sometimes I feel more like a guy. So I guess bi-gender works. Um, And then over time, as I began to become more accepting of the male part of me, it was like, slowly the male part almost overtook the female part, and that sounds all dramatic. Um, (laughs) That's kind of what it felt like at the time. And then I realized over time that the um uh the male the not female part was not actually male. It was just neither and realized that is non-binary. And then once that part hit, it was like, oh well I guess I can't be bi-gender But I yeah, gender fluid, that works because sometimes it's more of a female non binary male thing. Yeah. So it basically morphed.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think now you might have under- you might understand more reasons why it morph morphed or <laughs> yeah. continues to morph <laughs> as often as it does um so what other experiences with gender fluidity have you had along the way? like do you notice that there are certain um circumstances that that you're a different gender do you notice? You know, is it sort of like you wake up and that day you're a gender? I remember seeing your post in the server for a while where you'd say like, <laughs> oh, today I woke up and I'm this gender. And then it seemed like for most or all of that day, you tended to be that gender. And I, my impression is that maybe has evolved since since that time when you're posting in that way to something else now. And I'm curious to hear about those, those two stages and maybe how many months or what have you each one was, if you feel like talking about it.
1: Yeah. So... A lot of the time it was just, I would wake up and think to myself, okay, what gender am I today? And then sometime between waking up and being on the bus heading to work, I would land on something and be, okay, today I am a boyish girl. And then that would be generally how I felt for the entirety of the day. Um, But after, there was one point... It was a very confusing day, because it was like, I swear, somebody was playing Wheel of Fortune, and they were just spinning that darn wheel the whole day, and mm-hmm. it was landing on a different gender every five seconds.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was an
1: interesting experience, and I don't know what to make of that anymore. Yeah. Um, nowadays, it's a little less... It's a lot less wild in terms of fluctuations. Um it'll go like usually we'll have maybe three switches in a day depending on whatever else is going on but of course that also changed realizing that the different genders are not just different genders they're actually different people (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah um well well, it makes noise Oh, it's all good. So maybe we could maybe we could pivot now and talk a bit about plurality because I feel like we need to bring that in to more understand some of these pieces. So um when and how did you realize that you were plural? So that's I mean it's a fairly new thing, right? So you realized your gender yeah. fluid January twenty no, December twenty twenty one, and now it's November twenty twenty two. So eleven months ago, you realized your gender fluid and then how how recently did you realize your plural i bet we could find the post and find out the exact day if we really wanted we could
1: totally we could totally find the post i know it was in the neurodiversity channel um i want to say it was like three months ago um basically there had been this inkling like ever since ever since i learned what plurality was there was just it was so intriguing to me Mm -hmm. just this idea that there's multiple people and it's not like that other name that they used to call the actual disorder which we do not have I just want to be clear on that Um, we are not diagnosed with anything Uh, and I know I've seen in some places there's a bit of discourse uh, regarding whether that type of system, my type of system is actually valid I like to say it is (laughs) I've seen enough people say it's valid to be okay with it being valid. Yeah. uh um, oh, train of thought derailed, turned into a Roomba.
0: <laughs> so, so when did you realize you were plural?
1: <laughs> oh yes. Yes. You posted
0: about it, but do you, do you remember when I could try to look too?
1: If you want to try to look, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, I know that it was in regards to somebody else in the server posted asking, if this thing that they were experiencing was being plural, and then I realized, "Hey, wait a minute, that's me too." Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that that was a thing. Um, a lot of it was we would a lot of the time, in just talking to ourselves, would automatically say "we" instead of "I."
0: Uh-huh. No
1: idea why. It was never explained even in my head um It was just like, all right, what are we going to do today? Like that type of a thing. But it was so fluid and just automatic. Um, And a lot of the time when we would talk to ourselves, like when we're at home alone, we'll always do our random talking to ourselves out loud because we can. Um, And I think that's partly an ADHD thing as well. Just like, oh, now I don't have to, hide the random noises that my mouth likes to make for no reason. Um, I think there were other things that clued us into maybe being multiple humanoid things. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very much the post in Neurodiversity asking about, is this a plural thing? And then talking with some of the systems on there and them confirming that yeah, actually, we've uh, we've thought you were plural for a while, just didn't want to say anything.
0: Uh-huh, yeah.
1: And that also helped the the validation there, because my biggest worry was, oh no, people are going to think I'm faking this just to, you know, be part of the quote-unquote cool crowd just because it's like, in-thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, that was exactly what I thought about being gender-fluid in the first place was, oh, people are just going to think I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Getting over that part of <laughs> myself, yeah, and realizing that if I've put this much thought and research into it, it's not it's not fake. Yeah, like the amount of worry that I've done over it, it's real.
0: It is real. Um, you know, I think that that type of gatekeeping is a common experience for new trans people, new plural people. Um and i just want to affirm for you that not all spaces are like that and people deserve spaces to discover their identities in without without gatekeeping right like you don't have to be on hrt to be trans you don't have yeah. to want to physically transition or have dysphoria to be trans and you don't have to have a traumagenic system to be plural
1: <laughs> like and that was and that's one of the biggest things that i actually I have to thank you, Meowster, and the entire Discord server, because everybody in there is the reason that we are open to who we are right now. You all, just the acceptingness, the openness, the support, help, everything, has just made it possible for us to realize where we are and who we are. Yeah. So had to get that out of the way first.
0: (laughs) So it looks like that
1: that open space is what's needed.
0: It looks like your plural birthday is August 19, 2022.
1: All right. So it's been a
0: a wild three months.
1: (laughs) Very wild. (laughs) And it's funny Um, because at the same time, it feels like it's been forever.
0: I know. Yeah, no, I totally hear that. And I mean, you meant you sort of alluded to this, but there was this this moment in the server where multiple people who have been identifying as gender fluid for a while, in the same day, you all realized you were plural, like at the same time, and it was like it watching was, a it, it was, was like watching here. a litter of kittens get hatched, like <laughs> or a litter of kitsudis. I don't know. Um, and I've even noticed like you've you've been discovering more headmates over the last few months. Like when you first when you first came out, do you remember who who what order your headmates came out in? Does that feel okay to talk about? I'm I'm curious. Yep.
1: Yeah, so it was uh, Rylan, Reese, and Ellie were the originals. Um, And it was very much, Rylan is the middle, is the, at the time was just non-binary, but now I've realized is actually agender. Um, And then Reese was the boy, and Ellie was the girl. Ellie was the longest of the three to come out. It was originally just definitely Rylan and Reese. And is we that knew, boy a,
0: B-O-I or B-O-Y?
1: Oh, it's definitely B-O-I. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, we knew there was a female in there somewhere, but she was very quiet and shy, probably because, like I had said before, with the, with the gender fluidity coming in, was now that the male, now that Reese was out as much as he could be, he was kind of unintentionally shadowing over Ellie and just blocking her out um sorry i just saw in the chat asking if there's one tail for each headmate um i can say that again now if you if that's cool
0: sure yeah and we've already okay. done an audio description so of yeah. the of it so folks listening later have already heard it
1: yeah so the green tail in the middle is Reese the blue one is Melody purple is Rylan pink is ellie the fire one is vanessa the rock tail is marmalade who is our kitty cat and the yellow tail is james who's the newest headmate
0: mm-hmm. i can't wait to hear about all of these headmates um <laughs> so we've got rylan who's agender reese who's the boy boi and ellie would you say ellie is more femme is ellie like,
1: yeah ellie is is very femme Sis girl
0: or some other gender i don't know
1: yeah ellie is ellie is cis all right and then Reese's trans mask yeah um so yeah they were the originals and then after a while i don't remember sorry everyone's chattering in my head um
0: <laughs> they don't want the mic now because we're calling them out by name i want to tell yeah. my
1: story i want to tell my yeah. story yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, Melody melody was definitely the next to pop in. Um, I don't really know how she made herself known, but I know that we were playing Sims 4, and we have the expansion which allows you to make a mermaid, and we love the mermaids, they're so much fun to make. So, we were... And in The Sims 4, you can essentially make a trans sim, which is great. So we were making a trans-female mermaid several, several times, and we always called her Melody. And it wasn't until, I think, the third or or fourth game that we made with this trans-feminine mermaid called Melody that we started looking at each other and going, hang on a second. Mm -hmm. And so then Melody popped in in our headspace and we're like, okay, cool. Uh, and we'd worried. for a while, Melody was only um, Melody was only presenting as just female. She didn't say that she was a trans femme, because we didn't know if that was allowed. Like us as a female-born body. How can somebody in our head be a trans, a trans woman? But we looked it up, and that is actually more common than we expected. And there's the term lapis femme, which is specifically a trans femme headmate in a trans mask body. So that made Melody feel a lot better and made her come out a lot more. She's taken on the role of the mother to the system. Okay. She, she likes to protect everyone and keep everyone in line. Make sure they all do their homework. <laughs> Not actual homework, but you know. Unless... Unless.
0: Unless surprise homework. Um, <laughs> okay, so that was that was Melody. Was Vanessa yeah. next? Was Marmalade next? Did they come together or separate? Do you remember?
1: I think they came at mostly the same time. Uh, Vanessa popped in because Reese was getting tired of being blamed for some of our dark horror-loving thoughts. Because sure. um, he's just always been, like, the the party boy, the your typical dude bro. Yeah. He does like horror as well, but some of the uh, less savory thoughts that were floating around, he was getting mad at uh, he was be- getting mad for being blamed for those. So then Vanessa finally came out of the shadows.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, Vanessa's interesting because it's a demon.
0: Yeah. Does and Vanessa yeah. what are Vanessa's pronouns?
1: Uh it and they. Primarily, okay. but she, it also uses Z, like X-E. Cool. And I always mess up and try to call Vanessa a she, and then she bites me.
0: <laughs> and, then, and then it bites you? So
1: Yeah, see, and then it bites me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vanessa's a demigirl. Um, and yeah, it, we, we don't know if Vanessa came from outside. Like, if it was... A demon that tried to possess us and then decided that hey this is a nice place i'm gonna stick around here Uh, i've heard of that happening (laughs) Mm -hmm. or if vanessa somehow was like grown from us we don't know and it's keeping its mouth shut doesn't Mm -hmm. want to tell us because of course of course (laughs) why would a demon tell its secrets (laughs) and then marmalade wandered in at some point no idea how or why or where he came from, but he's just this adorable orange kitty cat who likes to curl up on laps. And uh, one one day after we peopled too much, Marmalade got free reign of the control panel and was just pawing at everything.
0: Um, my orange cat, Beatrix, has wandered over just in time for you to tell us about Marmalade. I like to think Bea is saying hi to Marmalade.
1: I think she is.
0: Yeah. Little cutie patootie.
1: And then, Well, yeah. Marmalade
0: is so fun. I like, I like exchanging um, Discord stickers of cats and GIFs of cats with Marmalade. <laughs> That's like my love language communicating with Marmalade. It's just like, please have cute cat pictures, Marmalade.
1: And the best part is he sees it the exact same way.
0: Yay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then James is the baby of the group in pretty much every way. He was just discovered... I think on Thursday, this past Thursday.
0: Yeah, I remember you coming into chat and all your letters were lowercase and I was like, ooh, who's this?
1: Yeah. You're
0: like, it's James. And I'm like, welcome to the mod team, James. <laughs> we get seven for the price of one. And what a discount.
1: Well, and it was great because then also when we posted, uh, when when James popped up, we posted in the server and then and then L, the, one of the other lovely systems that we get to chat with, um, was just like, ooh, the seventh tale emerges.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's foretold in prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh uh,
1: yeah, I love it so much. James is just the bubbly, happy kid. Um, he's, uh, what's the word? Hang on. We just were taught earlier a good word for this. Sorry, there might be some clicking while I look for it. I'll put an um, orange
0: cat to entertain everyone while you look.
1: Roseboy, spelled R O S B O Y. Cool. It's uh, a term for a feminine boy or man. So, to sidestep around to the one other term for that, which can be seen as a slur, um, but basically an umbrella term for all identities that involve being both a boy and feminine and includes feminine aligned men and men who present femininity. So, that is James. <laughs>
0: it's so fun. Um, and has your experience been like with plurality so far? Do you, is there sort of a division of labor? Do certain headmates tend to do certain tasks? Do you remember stuff between headmates and when you switch who's fronting? Um, those sorts of things.
1: Uh, yeah. So we, we share memories except for when someone wants to be a jerk. Like when Melody hit our candle, Melody is the one who gets stuff done. So she was in charge of cleaning our bedroom. And we had to move this candle somewhere because it couldn't be seen because our landlord would freak out if we had even an unlit candle. Um, So she put it somewhere and then we were looking for it later and could not for the life of us remember where it was. So Melody was just like, no, I hid that. You're not getting it. And she was laughing at us, scrambling around, trying to figure out where the heck we put it. And then finally, she let she let us remember. So that was pretty much the only time so far where we don't share memories. Um, usually, it'll be like if there's something important that we're doing, like work or something. It'll be Rylan and Melody sharing the load. Um, Reese pretty much just hangs around for innuendos and. Anytime someone needs a dude, bro. Yeah. Um, and he gets on Melody's nerves all the time. <laughs> and then Vanessa just hisses at everyone. <laughs> but uh, Vanessa's usually the one, like, if we're tired, like, if we have peopled too much, Vanessa is usually the one who will take over. And she sometimes resents... Sorry, it sometimes resents that. Just like when I call it a she.
0: Well, and that, yeah. gets into, that gets into an interesting dilemma is like when headmates speak for each other instead of for themselves. Like if someone has a question about a specific headmate, but they're not fronting or available right now, it's like, what do you do? How do you navigate that? And, you know, I know that you're kind of newer to figuring that out. Um, but it's even something I've heard other, other plural systems who've been on the show talk about before is having to navigate some of those pieces.
1: Yeah, for us, we mostly just default to who, no matter who's fronting, if we're talking about ourselves as a system, we just use generic, like, we will refer to ourselves in the third person if, say, Ryland's fronting and is talking about the whole system and says, and Ryland does this, then that would be it talking in third person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we basically just act as though in physical speaking we act as though it's just one person pulling the strings and talking about everybody because that makes it easier in verbal and then in written it's easy because we have plural kit
0: right well yes so for those who who haven't heard of plural kit um i know we've talked about it on these plural streams before but i feel like it's been at least six months since we did one of these so if you wouldn't mind just explaining what is PluralKit and why should Discord server owners add them to their servers?
1: So PluralKit is a bot that works with Discord. It uses the Discord's webhook feature, which I don't know anything about, but I know that those are words that are correct. Um, but it basically makes it so that the bot will latch on to the name of the user, like the user's account and will post as though it's a different person. So, me, as Rylan, I can, like, my account is linked to the, oh my god, words. Hang on, let me see a sec. So, it basically posts as a bot, but whichever person, whichever headmate, I set it up to be. That probably made zero sense because I wasn't expecting that to pop up. <laughs>
0: um, we have so we have Rosa in the chat. Rosa's the main admin of the Transverse's multiple Discord servers. There's at least three that I know of. There might be another secret one, but um, and Rosa says that PluralKit Plural is one of the first bots that she added to the server. But yeah, you're right. So PluralKit uses um, webhooks, and when it does posts, it uses. When you turn your proxy on to whichever headmate is speaking, um, it actually posts with that person's username instead of, or that person's like headmate's name instead of the overall account username. Um, and it, when it posts, it posts as like a bot account because it is a bot that's facilitating it, but it is multiple plural people behind the keyboard, right? It's not an automated post. And so some people get confused. They think a bot is posting and they don't realize it's actually like multiple people, I won't say humans, because they're not always human, right? Sometimes it's marmalade <laughs> doing emojis, but, um, you know, multiple people, sentient beings, um, sharing their thoughts. And so it's actually a really, I'd say, I'd say it's a really important accessibility tool to consider as a as a person facilitating online space, because it allows people to show up in a way that is even harder to discern in real life. Like showing switching in real life without like, a different hat for each headmate or like a pin that you spend who's fronting or whatever. Like, it's hard to know until you really get to know the people in the system and you can kind of tell them apart um, to know who's fronting. And so it's, it's a really nice option. Um, anyway, hopefully yeah, with our we- answers combined, <laughs> we, we provided some more information about that. And um, as
1: as a person who owns a couple of Discord servers and has added the bots to each of them, it's very easy as a, as a server owner to add mm-hmm. the bot. And you yeah. don't have to do any setup or anything. The, the people who are using the bot do their own setups.
0: Yep, it's awesome. There's other There are other bots that can do what PluralKit does. I'm less well-versed in those. Um, now people want to know how to get into your Discord servers.
1: Unfortunately, I am going to have to not uh invite folks into those.
0: <laughs> but Kitsuni is a community ambassador in Meistrus Clouder, um yes. which is which is the Discord server that I started and a bunch of us run together. So there's the invite to that. Um although the person asking is already in that server, so that's less helpful for you. Um <laughs> and you're you're a mod over at the Transverse. So I'll drop the Transverse's yes. information in the chat as well. Um folks want to check out that server also so um rylan do you what do you think is important for people to know as they engage with you and all of y'all as someone who experiences plurality both online and in person
1: for in person it's a lot easier there's not very many people in person who know about this Mm -hmm. Um, so we just generally say we're gender fluid Mm -hmm. Um, but for those who know, it's like, when we're in person, we just all accept Rylan, we all accept they, them pronouns. Um, unless we specifically say that somebody is saying a thing, you don't have to worry about it. Um, and then when it comes to online, like in servers, if it is someone specific saying something, chances are we will be using PluralKit to say that, hey, this is Vanessa or this is James, or whoever. Um, the only thing I would really say to that is, please respect the fact that even though my account says Rylan, if PluralKit is saying that this is Vanessa, it's Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't try to call us Rylan. Yeah. And just speak to each headmate as though they are a different person, because they are. They're, they're their whole person. So, yeah, just treat any system's headmate with the same level of respect you would treat a singular human person.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the word for singular human people is singlets. Yes. As opposed to plural systems or median systems is another, there's a lot of phrases, but those are two of them.
1: <laughs> those are the only f- phrases that we know.
0: Yeah. Um okay so how would you describe your relationship between your plurality and your gender fluidity
1: So one of the things that helped us realize we were plural was actually Reese is mm-hmm. the biggest the biggest factor here We realized that the reason that it feels like when we're in boy mode we're a whole different person is because hey we actually are <laughs> It was like when when we were in boy mode, which was actually Reese fronting, um, our entire personality was so different.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
1: like, not even us pretending to be a dude bro, it was like, no, I am a dude bro. So then it was very quick to figure out, oh, okay, that actually is another person, and his name is Reese. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, whereas before we would say like, oh, I'm having a girl day. Now we just know that that's Melody or that's Ellie. And we just know that each gender we experience is a different person. So it's still, I still like to call it gender fluidity because it's still fluid in how it moves. And it's easier to say.
0: Yeah. And it's, I don't know, more socially accepted to be gender. Mm-hmm. Not that it's like super easy to be trans and out, but, and I'm using trans expansively here. Um Yeah. But even fewer people know about plurality than know about gender diversity. So it's like,
1: yeah, and I and a fractal, trying to get a
0: fractal that. pile of like complicated
1: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, trying to even explain to a person that plurality is not like the movie split.
0: <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know. Have you seen any good media representation of plurality? uh there's a lot of bad representation out there but i don't know have you seen any good ones i'll ask the, i'll ask the chat the same question feel free to write your answers in the chat if you've seen good ones we've heard good
1: yeah we've heard good things about moon Knight. yeah uh, we haven't seen it ourselves. actually we haven't seen anything plural related since realizing that we're plural yeah that one marvel movie
0: yeah 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 moon Knight. Everybody in the chat saying Moon Knight. I enjoyed Moon yep. Knight. There, there is at least there is at least one thing about that show that I, I want to make sure I highlight for folks that it's it's not a universal experience. The part where um the the at least two I don't want to spoil anything. At least there's at least two headmates and um and they don't remember when the other one is fronting at all. Yes. So so there's this really like alarming sort of experience watching Moon Knight where it's like there's time lost and so the person comes to, comes to somehow and they're like what is happening and they're in a strange situation that they didn't expect that like we didn't see the lead up to it and so part of the show is kind of like unwrapping how did we even get here mm-hmm. um yeah so so not every plural system or median system experiences their multiplicity in that way where
1: yeah you, we do you don't not
0: share memories
1: yeah We basically, uh, we describe our headspace as being like a mix of Monica's apartment from Friends with the giant glass window and the control panel from Inside Out. Mm -hmm. So it's basically like we have this cozy living room where we all sit and chat. um, And there's also a control panel in front of the window. And the window is what our physical eyeballs are seeing. So pretty much whoever's in the room knows what's going on. And then if we leave the room and come in, it just kind of, I don't know, it just like downloads into everybody's consciousness that this is what happened while you were out.
0: Yeah. Um, I have a, I have a question for you that I've put in the document that I want to ask you if it's okay to ask before I ask it. So while I'm waiting for your confirmation, I will instead ask, If you could travel back in time and speak to your younger egg self, what would you say?
1: Um, I would say just be you. Just don't worry about what other people are going to think. Just be who you are and be happy with who you are and express yourself. And we'll get to it. Like, we'll, we will get there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Just be you. Be yourself.
1: Because, I mean, that's how we figured it out was being ourself.
0: Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. So you when you filled out the, the talk show intake, you mentioned that you also want to talk about writing a little bit. Do you still want to talk about that tonight?
1: Yeah, we can do a bit of that. There's still some time here.
0: OK, um, um, so <laughs> go, go ahead. Yeah. What what do you write and why? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so I write with a friend online. Her name is Jazz. She's not in chat right now. She's, I think, in bed. Um, <laughs> we met on fanfiction.net probably about 11 years ago. It has to be more than that, but math doesn't want to happen.
0: Um, Let's <laughs> very asleep.
1: About 12 years. Sorry, I just did the quick, I re did the quick math. Um so we met on there. She was writing Twilight fan fiction.
0: Wonderful. And,
1: yep. Yeah, and I was reading it and reviewing it and chatting with her in private messages. Um, and at the time in high school, my group of friends and I were doing like on paper, we would do Twilight role play. So each of us would be a character and we'd all just write passing notes in class or just writing out random stories of stuff that's happening with them. I was Nessie. I was the lovely (laughs) Renesmee. Nice. And uh, so we did that in school. And so when I was reviewing Jazz's stories, at one point I asked her if she wanted to roleplay. And I said, I roleplay Nessie. And then she was like, yeah, okay, we can do something like that. And uh, so then we started writing our own Twilight fanfics, uh, which slowly expanded into doing other fandoms that we shared. And then one day, we decided, hey, you know what? Let's make our own world. And so we did our first original story. And that one was set in a sort of sort of world like our world, except that some people have um, elemental powers, usually. Sometimes it's not elemental. So, uh, and our our two main characters, our favorite characters in the entire story, were this adorable gay couple. Love them so much, Adrian and Dante. They will forever be my favorite couple that we've written. Um. So yeah, it was this whole world that we built. Um, I ended up hating my female main character because she was just not a good person by the mm. end of it. And then I felt bad because I'm like, but I wrote her. I shouldn't be hating on her. And then I'm like, no, but I hate her. I hate that I'm writing (laughs) these words for her to say.
0: (laughs) It must mean you are keeping your character in character.
1: Oh, very much so. (laughs) I've always been a character author, um, which I think I've heard some from some other systems that it's easier to get into the heads of your characters.
0: Yeah, Um, as a a plural system. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's fun.
1: because you do it all the yeah, time constantly anyways. Exactly. And like all of my characters that I've written live up here in my head too. Yeah. I can, I can slip back into Adrian whenever I need to, which is good because sometimes Jazz and I will do like a big compilation story where we just take random characters from different universes that we've written and throw them all together and see what happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah um spires is saying in chat us too sometimes your characters get into your head and they won't hecking leave (laughs) (laughs) so then you have fiction kin in your mind that's part one of your head mates
1: oh that would be great except for not with some of the characters i've written because i like to um be very mean to my characters sometimes Mm -hmm. the more i like them the meaner i am and that's just because i enjoy writing their responses to this yeah and i just realized that was going in a dark place and i'm not going there
0: <laughs> all right well that's that's fair um so let's see is there anything else you want to say about the kinds of things you write you already mentioned some of that but i don't know if yeah you want so to
1: say. nowadays we basically write um a sort of anything goes fantasy Uh, Where we will take any species, any whatever. Uh, We've had mermaids in the same story as vampires in the same story as elves. Um, We had a whole dragon monarchy that we created. We did a world where we actually made our own world um, with its own pantheon of gods that created that world. And we, exp- we explored writing as those gods and goddesses. And that was actually my favorite universe that we've ever done. My, uh, <clears throat> my one character was Thierry. He was the god of night. And he was chaotic neutral. He was a lot of fun. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much just fic- fantasy. Any species we can think of, just throw them in there and see what happens.
0: Having banter in the chat with someone about how you should make a website that explains your world and characters.
1: I was noticing that and started to get (laughs) derailed. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't a good idea to have chat open.
0: (laughs) It's an adventure. It's an adventure. Imagine if you were trying to mod right now, too. Wouldn't that be exhausting? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a good thing Melody talked us out of that.
0: (laughs) Well, I wouldn't have let you anyways, so... I figured if melody didn't i would have talked you out of it <laughs> um
1: so yeah, the, the, uh, dragon, the dragon monarchy universe was a pretty good one too
0: would you say that you write more for yourself or for your readers or someone else
1: definitely for ourselves mm-hmm. we plan on being published one day um i'm the one who's gonna be take it because we all we write this all in script format um just to make it easier to role play it Uh, so I'm the one who then has to take that script format and turn it into book format. Mm -hmm. And I've been falling behind on that because ADHD.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's my story and I'm sticking to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's so many things to do in any given day. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. This is a reminder for the chat. If you have any other questions, this is your last call for the AMA. Um, in the meantime, uh, Rylan and Kitsuni System, is there anything that we missed about gender fluidity and plurality that you'd like to make sure that you all get to say?
1: I think we've pretty much said it all for that. Um, explained how we figured out that we're actually many people and that Reese was the first one who jumped out and said hi. Oh yeah, I should uh, I should verbally tell you all the... Fun story of when James joined the party. (laughs) It was we were sitting there at work and we assumed it was Melody who was fronting because she was fronting the previous night. And usually, whoever left off in the previous night will at least be there for the morning. So we assumed it was Melody. And we're all just sitting there on the couch in our head. And then Melody walks in the room and we're like, wait, why aren't you at the control? I thought you were the one in front. And then she says, no, I haven't been in front since last night. And we all kind of look at each other in this comical, then who was phone type of moment. And mm-hmm. we turn around and then James is standing there and he just waves and he goes, oh, hi, it's me. And then we were like, okay, who are you?
0: That's so fun. Um, yes,
1: exactly. Exactly. Sunbury. Then who was driving the bus? Then who was on the phone? <laughs>
0: That's so funny. <laughs> so, okay. We have two questions from chat. Um, Spires asks if you were in a movie, who would you cast for each of you?
1: Oh, Ryan Reynolds is definitely going to be Reese. Nice. (laughs) That's just an immediate one.
0: Yeah. Who else?
1: Um, I think I would want um, Helena Bonham Carter to be Vanessa. I like I like her. I like her dark ladies.
0: Yes. Very good.
1: Um, If I could go back in time and take like teenage Leonardo DiCaprio to be James. Ooh. I would totally do like Romeo and Juliet era. Leo DiCaprio. That is James, except with red hair. Nice. See, that's James, Vanessa, Reese. Ellie, no, but... I think Go ahead. Ellie would be Dakota Fanning. Oh, nice.
0: I can yeah. see that.
1: Melody. Oh, you know what? Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz could totally be Melody I like that and then oh yeah of course Rylan's the one I'm struggling with because I've never known
0: <laughs> you don't have to have an answer for every single one but yeah, no, would, I don't... would Jorts the cat play um, play Marmalade
1: very much yes
0: <laughs> that's so fun um, okay so we have another another question from chat shall I ask it or let you think more about who would play Rylan in a film
1: now nah, let's move on.
0: All right. So Sunberry asks, what would be the best way to politely ask who is fronting or who we're talking to? Or how should I address a person?
1: Honestly, just asking it straight up. Um, like if you're in person, you can just ask, hey, who's fronting right now? And that's exactly perfect. Yeah. Um, and then if it's uh, like on Discord, for example... If we're not like if you're not coming in during a conversation where somebody is already clearly fronting using the plural kit um, and you just kind of want to start a conversation with us, you can always just tag us and say uh, just just tag us and say hi. And then whoever's fronting will respond with a hi.
0: Follow up question. What if you want to talk to a specific headmate and they're not the one fronting? Is there etiquette around that? Because I think there might be.
1: For us I also there don't isn't, know if you
0: know it, but yeah, for you yeah, all there for, isn't.
1: Yeah, for us there there isn't like if James is fronting but someone wants to talk to Melody, just say, "Hey, can I can I talk to Melody?" and Melody will be like, "Sure."
0: Yeah. I know that some some Discord servers for example will have rules about like if you know certain triggers that will pull out a certain headmate, like mm. don't don't necessarily Do that just to get that person's attention because it's rude, right? Because what if what if Ryland's in the middle of something and then I'm like trying to talk to Reese? So then I'm like yoinking Reese out and then Ryland's like, hey, (laughs) I'm walking here. What are you doing? Like
1: Yeah. Um for us there's not really any specific triggers that will force anyone out. Um I mean, if someone says something that can be made into an innuendo, Reese will just pop in with a little snicker. But that mm-hmm. doesn't derail whoever was fronting.
0: Yeah. Reese kind of like throws a paper airplane over the shoulder of whoever's fronting is like, Pretty <laughs> well. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, That's that's so funny. Um, We also have a response in the chat. Spire says, if they can't come, some people may relay messages, some might not. Mm. So there's that these two. And that's also really dependent on like, again, if people have shared memory between headmates or not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It very much would depend on the system. Um,
0: I feel like that would be a great thing to negotiate with each plural system that you're friends with and figure out different individual preferences.
1: Yes. Uh, most systems are very much okay with answering these types of questions. Most systems that I've interacted with Are also very eager to explain anything that is asked. So I know that in uh, both Meowster server in the Clouder and in the Transverse Discord server, if you're not a plural system, you are absolutely allowed to type in the plurality channel and ask questions. I know sometimes people are worried that, well, no, I'm not plural. I can't type in there. I know we were worried about that too. But definitely ask. We love to answer
0: yeah well and those particular spaces like have sort of declared that they're they're a combination of educational spaces and insider spaces and so i would just invite mindfulness about the intention of the channels or spaces you're asking because yeah last thing the last thing we need is for people to think that plural folks are just available for education 24 7 365 just like trans people aren't always available to educate you you know, people of color are not always around just to educate you. Like it has to be the right time and place, which I think my audience and community is pretty mindful about, but I just wanted to throw it out there for folks who, you know, maybe this is the first episode that you've ever heard of anything we've ever made and you have no idea what the culture of the clowder community is about. Now you have some things to think about. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Um, I want to I want to honor your your bedtime because I you know have work tomorrow. So, yes. can, you, can you share an experience with gender euphoria?
1: The first time that we tried boxer briefs, that was so amazing. It was we, we didn't know what we were looking for. It was so nerve wracking uh, to be female shaped shopping in the men's underwear section, even though we know full well that plenty of cis women will buy their men underwear. <laughs> so mm-hmm. nobody was going to judge us, but it was still so nerve-wracking because I didn't know what we were looking for. Um, but when we finally got them home and tried them on, and the first day that we went out into public wearing boxer briefs and, on the bottom and a bra on the top, mm-hmm. just that mix match of this is a girl clothes, this is a boy clothes, not that clothing should be gendered. Just saying. Yeah. Um, it was just so euphoric. We we love chaos. Gender heckery, we'll say.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's very good. <laughs> like,
1: is this a boy? Is this a girl? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's also a demon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, and, and right Ellie, behind you. A fairy.
0: Ellie is a fairy. Ellie is a fairy. Yeah yeah that's that's wonderful uh rosa is sharing something perhaps from a moderator perspective the only thing i try to keep an eye on in those rooms is questioning that makes someone justify their existence yes yeah that that's not cool that's just more gaslighty gatekeepy not gaslight gatekeepy stuff that's unnecessary
1: yeah and that's the type of stuff that is likely to keep somebody in the closet
0: it is it is yeah all right my last question for you Ryland of Kitsune System. What would you like to make sure folks know about your perspective on gender and non-binary slash trans slash gender fluid issues? I
1: would say just- you
0: have a soapbox, what is it? (laughs) What do you tell people in your 30 seconds of fame?
1: Cis allies of the world support your people. It doesn't take much more than just if somebody says, hey, can you not- can you not call me a dude? I really don't like being called dude. Oh, okay, sorry. And then just don't call them dude. It's it's not hard to be nice to somebody and respect their wishes. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're thinking that you might not be cis, go for it. Explore. the the real peop the real good people in the world will not get mad at you if you don't if you're using the non-binary label and you don't know if you're non-binary nobody knows at the start well very few people know at the start yeah (laughs) yes exactly kindness is free spread it around
0: yeah yeah i appreciate that all right well um everyone rylan is a wonderful gender fluid plural person who enjoys writing and playing games you can catch them on our discord server you can catch them on the Transverses discord server and on both of our streams at different times um and on twitter at twitter.com forward slash rylan the strange rylan is r-y-l-a-n rylan's also on tiktok with the same username um and I just want to remind folks who maybe didn't hear this at the beginning, we do have an entire playlist about plurality on my YouTube channel. So if you want to learn more about plurality here, differing perspectives, because just like no one identity, no one person is a monolith of their identities. No one plural person or plural system is a monolith of all plural people. And so it's important to hear multiple multiples tell stories about their multiple experiences about being multiple. <laughs> um, so so i also want to do a special reminder of an event coming up this sunday so if you're if you're hearing this when it right when it publishes on youtube this friday you still have time to make it if you're catching this months from now come next year but this sunday we're we're observing trans day of remembrance right here on the gender master channel um we're going live at 11 a.m pacific And it is a community grief ritual. So we are going to be reading the names of all the people who uh, were murdered or otherwise um, taken from the trans community, the gender diverse community, uh, through neglect and violence over the last year. At the end of the stream, my hope is to have a screening of Ordinary, which is a short film by Atlas Agun Phoenix, a filmmaker and auteur uh, based out of... um, I think the Minnesota area Um, Atlas also co-hosts the show with me sometimes. So we'll be watching Atlas's film on stream as part of the end of that experience together. It's a beautiful black and white film. We watched it uh, about a month ago on stream for a different special event. So if you haven't seen it yet, it'd be a great time for you all to come check it out. Um, And yeah. So next week we're not having a guest for Genderful because of trans day of remembrance, but in two weeks, our guest is going to be Kai and we're discussing gender identity and mental health. Um, next Monday is Buy Trans People Pizza Day because we're all tired and worn out and sad from t so you should definitely buy Trans People Pizza or a meal of their choice next Monday uh, the 21st. The 21st is also when those trans surveys are due so get them in this week if you haven't done them yet. You have until the 21st. Um, for now, uh, Jennifer would like to thank our guests for being on this podcast. Feel free to join us live on Twitch on Mondays and check out replays on YouTube on Fridays and keep an eye on your favorite podcasting platforms for edited audio only versions. As Neferkitty likes to say, trans rights are human rights. That's right.